Good morning. Here we are again on our Thursday morning live for episode number 22 of Energised You. Question and answers with Shane and Ray. We have a very special guest here today, a uh, close friend of both of ours, Jade Gamash. Now, Jade, uh, we've known Jade for many years. Yeah, I'd be going on 10 years. a training partner yep. in uh, Jiu Jitsu and mixed martial arts. Uh, Jade's a very young, 34 now. You know, very athletic. She is another person dedicated to keeping herself fit. Looks after herself. Enthusiastic and alive. She's a mother of three children. Three children. Recently married. Yeah. Recently married. And so, uh, you know, what we're finding is we're really attracting people to come and talk to you with health as their priority. Yep. And Jake has a wonderful qualification of long time in nursing. Yep. As a registered nurse with a specialty in diabetes now. Diabetes education and Masters of Health Education. Yeah, great. Yep. So today we're going to talk about how diabetes could affect you, mm. what we can do for prevention, yep. uh, and what we can do lifestyle, sure. looking at how to remedy things. Sure. It's, it's, it's a 100%. It's a really common type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. As, as you know, Jade being the expert at it, it's a really common thing that's popping up a lot now yeah. with the, the lifestyles that we're living, with the diet that we're, you know, that we're not eating or that's eating right. too yeah. much of and too little of. So anyway, as we said before, Jade's um, a, a great friend of mine, a long time, um, you know, probably going on 10 years. I've had the privilege of training her uh, younger son, old, or oldest son, shall I say now, Levi, from a young age, about five. Um, Jade's always been someone that's been a client of mine on and off over the years. Very intelligent, very health-based, you know what I mean? Like, well, she's more educated than I am, all these both are, but anyway. And, um, you know, we got, we were having, hanging out, doing a bit of training a few Sundays ago, and um, we started talking about, and, you know, Jade's seen a couple of our streams, she said, I'd like to come on and share my knowledge. So, um, yeah, I'm once again going to be the thorn between two roses, and um, Jade will let you introduce yourself and what we're going to talk about today. Yes. So I'm Jade Garmash, um, I'm a credentialed diabetes educator and a member of the ADEA. Uh, today we're going to have a little bit of a talk about type 2 diabetes uh, and what that is and how it can affect you and how you can prevent um, that. So there's many forms of diabetes, there's type 1, there's type 2, there's Modi, Lada, pre-diabetes and gestational diabetes. Yep. But uh, 280 people in Australia a day are getting diagnosed wow. with diabetes. That's huge. Wow. Absolutely. 280 a day. I believe that too. Yeah. yeah. 85% of that Preventable. is type 2 diabetes, yeah. which is preventable. Or lifestyle. Lifestyle factors. Mm. So it can be hereditary, can be one cause of that, but most of it is diet and exercise, and that is completely preventable. So with diet and exercise, you're able to increase your insulin um, sensitivity, stop the insulin resistance. So I've got a little sheet for people here to understand about diabetes. Do you want me to take it a bit closer up to the thing so everyone can see? So this one here talks about when we eat carbohydrates, well, what happens to our body? So you can see up the top of there. Up here for you? Oh, that's all right. Okay. Yeah, I can look at it. So if people don't understand what foods have got carbohydrates in them, then this is the, the first problem. Yeah. Our body turns carbohydrates straight into sugar. Mm-hmm. So you can think of carbohydrate as sugar. So there's five food groups. There's the grains, there's the fruit, the dairy, the vegetables, and the meat. 
And three of those food groups have got carbohydrates in them. Yeah, That's the grains. Yeah. And take out your potato, sweet potato, corn, and put them in your grains, which is your bread, your rice, your pasta. Fruit, carbohydrates. Dairy, except for cheese, is carbohydrates. Yeah. Now, if you're eating over the Australian guidelines to healthy eating of those carbohydrate amounts, and you've got a risk factor for type 2 diabetes, you're likely to progress on to get it. Yeah. So when you eat a carbohydrate and you're diabetic, your body turns it straight to sugar, as everyone else's does. But here's where the problem lies. Your body puts it into your blood, and your blood is full of sugar now. So what happens then is that the blood detects that there's glucose in it, and it sends off a message to your pancreas to say that, get the glucose out, it can't sit in here. Okay, it's going to send your sugars high. The pancreas originally would send out an insulin, but you're only born with so many of these cells, and after they're gone, they're gone. They don't come back, and that's a myth about diabetes. It sends an insulin out, an insulin attaches to the glucose. Uh, originally, it takes it through the cell for your body to use as energy to pump your heart, keep your body moving. But with diabetes, when you've got lots of adipose tissue, which is a lovely word for Fat. You're <laughs> like all lots Yeah, have you got any rice? Right? Rice packet. Rice pretty lean. <laughs> but once you get adipose around this receptor, it doesn't realise that insulin is trying to push the glucose through. It bounces back into the blood. So the, the fat around the cells is actually blocking yeah, it the natural it. production. And if you're not exercising, and breaking it down, breaking it down, and getting rid of that fat. It doesn't know the insulin's trying to put the glucose through into your cell for energy. Right. The other thing that exercise does is makes it more sensitive to the insulin being there. Once that sugar's in your blood, you get what we call hyperglycemia. Yeah. And yeah. that's yeah. where the sugar is sitting in the type 2 diabetic's blood and just not going into their cells mm -hmm. for energy. Yeah. They're lethargic and they want to eat more. Yeah. Because yeah. I think. I need some energy. Now, now, me being uneducated here, this has got a lot to do with visceral fat. Yes. Yeah. Because because well. it's um you know when we do um back into my realm, when we do bio scans, they mm. give us a, a ranking on visceral fat. Now, obviously, you're much more educated than me, but for me, that's the fat that clogs up the inside of the arteries. Yeah, and this is what happens. Blue yeah. fat. Yeah. Yeah, the sticky fat. Yeah, sticky. Stuff. Sticky fat. And also that part of that is where does that glucose go that sits yeah. in there? That glucose turns into a thick fatty thing that mm. sits in your arteries, your veins, yeah. and all your capillaries and yeah. decreases your blood flow. Yeah. And that causes huge mm. complications yeah. uh, systemically for type 2 diabetes. And basically what sugars that the, like the liver can't deal with as, as well, it'll just go... Let's store this as fat. Yeah. That's how people get fatty liver. And it's yeah. all, it's just this constant cycle of eating, not getting it into your cell, it's sitting mm. in your blood, it yep. sticks to your arteries and your veins, yep. just like super glue. Yeah. So we get to this point of it and, and I see my clients all the time, it's this insulin resistance. Yeah, yeah it's huge. I, I it's, it's, huge. Like, it's like a body default. Yes. The body's yep. gone into a situation where it's become static and it doesn't no, yeah. how to yeah. change anymore. Yeah. And so you've got to really sort of step in. You've got to shock it. Pretty radical stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
lifestyle changes. So you're in uterus, like you have to reboot the computer. Yeah, you yep. do, and yep. you've got to get rid of that fat that's sitting around that receptor site. You know, joining the gym here, yep. getting into some boxing, something that you love doing yep. to decrease that adipose mm. tissue and increase your insulin sensitivity is one of the main things that you can do. Sure. So we know that exercise is, is you know, a, a great yep. tool oh, yeah. toolbox for actually changing that default mechanism. Mm. Yep. But then, of course, there's a lot to do with diet. Nutrition, Absolutely. Yeah. It's that diet, it's the nutrition. So we don't say count your carbohydrates. But in one day, you should have a maximum of five serves from the grains group. And when you hear what a serve yeah. is, you really start thinking. Yeah. One serve is one piece of bread and half a cup of anything else from that group. Wow. Five is a maximum per, yeah. per day. Two pieces of fruit per day. So if you're going to boost and you think that you're having a healthy yeah. diet. Yeah. Five, five serves in it's with the jumbo. One yeah. jumbo and then you got ice cream on top. And then three from the dairy, and three, uh, one serve is just one cup. So, yep. and everything else should be from your green, leafy, yep. vegetables, White meat. your meats, yeah. with, you know, if you, you lean fish, meats, yeah. fish yeah. and things like that. Yeah. All the other stuff that Hungry Jacks, burgers, lollies, this is a sometimes once a week food yep. because they increase the sugar. Uh, in, in the system, and it gets stuck in the blood. And it's the idea of the, the, the empty carbs, uh, and that is yeah. like your bread rolls, your white bread, yeah. white grains, yeah. your, you know, having your donut, and yeah. your yeah. Yeah. empty carbs full of sugar. And they're high sugar. Yeah. Yeah. sugar, exactly right. And once that high sugar gets into your body, it peaks like this into the blood, and the pancreas, once you've burnt all those cells out that we were talking about, it can't cope. Mm. So where does this extra sugar go? As Shane said, it gets stuck in your blood. Yep. And yep. it causes systemic problems. Where does it get stuck? Everywhere. It gets stuck in the back of your eyes and can cause blindness. Glaucoma. Yep. yep. Oh, not glaucoma, but blindness. Oh. It can get stuck into your brain and yep. cause your stroke. This is interesting because me and Ray brought this up, and I and I tell you what, I I I practically see this, and I'm not putting down people that are really overweight here, okay? But Ray brought up something about eight episodes, said that people that are obese, it's shown, and this I want a scientific answer to this, that their brain actually gets smaller from mm. all the fatty deposits. Now, is yeah, is that sure. true? <laughs> there is um, some research at the moment that does suggest that. Yeah. Yes. But particularly in regards to type 2 diabetes, if you are decreasing the blood flow in your brain, yep. and if blood carries oxygen and nutrients to the tissue around it, yep. we don't have to be a scientist to think, well, if I don't have oxygen and nutrition flowing in my brain... It's not going to work as well. It's not going to function as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important. And it was, it was these studies in, in the States by Dr. Armin. And uh, 150,000 brain scans, mm. and they were finding that yeah, the more weight you put on, the actual size of the brain and its physical shrinkage, but also functional shrinkage, yeah. Right? Yeah. and that's what you're Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. functional shrinkage, um, and once you've got decreased blood flow up there or anywhere in your body, well, it's not that's getting right. the nutrition and the food that it needs to well, sustain. And also, I mean, the brain is the head of your central nervous, nervous system, system every motor sensory. Motion, physical. Function of every organ is affected by it. So, so Jade, I've got a, a good question because, look, one about this, it's so funny how this show of ours 
constantly goes back to mindset. You know what I mean? Like every show, I think there's some part of it. How do you, like from a scientific approach and from your perspective, how do you see mindset being affected with diabetes and, and you know, the impact? Because, um, you know, like you deal with it on a day-to-day basis. I mean, yeah. I might see it once every you know, two or three months here of a client and, you know, can't mention names here, but confidentially. And not, I'm, I'm sure not all of them tell me either. I'm sure a lot of them would yeah. do it and, and not tell me. But what are the impacts on people in regards to their, you know, psychology, mindset that you've seen in your years well, of expertise? Uh, part to do with it, the yeah. psychology behind it, because if you're not motivated to make that change and you don't have the proper support to do it, you, you're on a pathway to nowhere. Oh, yeah. You need to have motivation from Jim. You need to find out psychologically why are you having the habits of eating unhealthy food? Yep. Is it something to do with emotional distress? Is it post-traumatic stress disorder? Yep. Have you got some problems with uh, relationships or life or is it just something that you've been brought up in a lifestyle around that and you can't break the habits? habits. This motivation to break the habit is a huge problem and is the first step it's in my job. Yeah. It's my job. Yeah. It's my job. Yeah. yeah, it's our job. Our yeah. job. Yeah. It's all about identifying what are your poor daily habits and replacing it with healthy. And this is one of the things that Shane Gregory does here. One of the first times I came to train at Shane's gym, he sat me down and said, what's your motivation? And that's a big question. Some people can burst into tears with this. Oh, they do. Yeah, they They do. The why, why, why are you here? Why are you here? What's your goal? And how are you gonna go about doing that? These all have to align and have someone that's gonna motivate you. Ray, um, you can do that, Shane can do that. Accountability. Accountability. Yeah. And I, I will add to, I think a big part of what I've added, because like I constantly work on my mindset. I think we yeah. all do. We are, I mean, as people that are, you know, look health. reasonably health yeah. orientated, yeah. successful in their own way, in ways. And, you know, I think the biggest part I'm seeing a lot of what's really helped me is just podcasts and constantly reinforcing. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a consistent, it's like being fit. You don't go to the gym once and see the results for 30, 60, 40, 50, 60 years after it, it's a consistent habit of good habits, you know what I mean? I think it's just the, you know, tuning into the, listening to the right things, hanging around the right people, eating the right food, being educated in the right way, knowing what you, you know, and and researching, you know, like I'm, I'm actually quite intrigued. I knew Jabers coming in and I've had a little bit to do with clients with type two diabetes, but it's a really good opportunity but probably, and this is a good one, Jay, because a lot of people out there that are probably watching right now are probably 30 plus professionals that, yeah. uh, you know, probably six to seven out of 10, I wouldn't say are optimally healthy, you know what I mean? In, in probably what I would give my definition. What are some really good tips you would give? I mean, you've talked to exercise, nutrition, yeah. mindset, but let's be specific here, okay? Let's talk to mums, okay? Yeah. So, because you are a mum, a mother of three, Kids, let's talk to mum because I, 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 probably 80% of my clients are, yeah. are 35, 40 plus mums, you know, yeah. our demographic. So what would you say some really good tips are as a mum to other yeah. mums for, you know, health, but also preventing going down the track of type 2 diabetes? Absolutely. So it's about preparation. Yep. So you've got to do that food prep at the start of the week because mums, you are all busy. Yep. You don't have time for yourself in the week. You get up in the morning, you go, go, go yep. with your yep. kids. 
If you are not ready with meals prepped in the, the fridge, which Shane can definitely help you with that meal preparation kind of thing, what to put in your lunch boxes, the kids' lunch boxes, you've got to get up and go in the morning. Yep. Grab whatever they've told you to put in your box, stick it in your bag, stick it in the kids' bags and go. Yep. Because if you don't, you'll be driving around. Gee, I thought I was crazy jacks. telling people to do this for the last 12 years. It's simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's not simple to do. No, it's hard to do. You know, it's hard to teach. It's not hard. It's not hard to do. It's hard work. Sunday cook up. You need to start your routine with not driving out without your lunch and your kids' lunches, and then stopping off at Macca's. Once you've got a routine of doing this, it's hard to break it. Sure. You need to sit down with someone like Shane and talk about how are you going to break these habits. Once you've done it for three or four weeks. Your new habit is going to be days made. Seven days so ladies, <laughs> mums, yep. preparation is number one yep. for you. Yep. It's not only preparation with your food, but getting to a routine for your children around sleep times, into the routine of when do I go to the gym? Yep. Get your kids into the routine of coming here for Shane's morning class, sticking them in the pen out there, they'll get used to it, and you get a full hour of exercise. You're going to increase your um, sensitivity factors yep. and get rid of that adipose tissue, which we're yep. all looking to do. Yeah, because I found it super interesting. Like I did a talk here two months ago and my mum, I got up and I had to go to the gym with her at five o'clock in the morning. Like she literally is like, get up, you're coming. I'm like, all right, yeah. so, I'm like, all right, I sit in the corner. And the amount, and Jade, the thing I really respect about you is, you know, you, know, you are a personal friend. But you're someone that's never let your kids get in the way of your own health and fitness. You Absolutely. know what I mean? You've worked around, and I'm not saying yeah. you neglect, you definitely don't neglect your children. Obviously, they're looked after, and Levi's a great kid, and, and I haven't had a lot to do with your two new children. But, you know, it's, it's something I really admire in someone because so many women do it. Mm. You know, it's such a high percentage of women, that, and it's so frustrating. You want to help them, but yeah. like, and I, you know, I don't necessarily, I mean, my mum was. I love my mum, but she was like pretty my way or the highway sort of thing. But like I said, I really respect women that, you know, I, there's some women that train at my gym that have four kids that work three jobs and they're still here every day. And that's right. You are the role model. Your kids are watching you all day. Who do they learn from? It's you, Mum. My mum. So when they see Mum out there and Mum is fit, Mum's out there hitting pads with Shane Gregory, Mum is eating healthy food, they want to be like you. That's right. If you are the role model that's popping off to Hungry Jacks, you're not motivated, you're sitting at home, your children are then at risk of diabetes, metabolic disorder. So if you love your kids, I need you to get them out there, get them into the lifestyle, get them into the passion of health, fitness, and all the things that are going to increase their wellness for their lifestyle. I, I heard a really interesting thing from a, a friend of mine. I went, I did, it was like a motivational seminar. Mm. And it's like kids see what you do, not what you say. Yes, that's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And look, yeah. I think a, what I found was a bit of a frightening stat at one stage of doing some research. And it was that things like heart disease are actually set up in children between the ages of like four and eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damage can start. Yes. And we think, oh, okay, they're, you know, vibrant little things, but that's your responsibility as, as parents. Yes, one as in three children at primary school are developing type 2 diabetes. Wow. From, oh, from the poor yeah. lunchboxes that, who does the shopping? It's yeah, the, the parents. Mom. Yeah. We and are putting the, food. You know, the nutrition of the parents 
pre-pregnancy and yes. during pregnancy is going to affect the nutritional health. Oh, make, oh, it makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. It's yeah. so much our responsibility yeah. to do that. Kids don't do their own shopping. So who's putting the food no, in the no, shopping no, trolley? No, no. We yeah, have to I, ask who <laughs> is now responsible yeah. for creating one in three children in primary school in Australia will be developing type yeah. 2 diabetes. So while we're, while we're guilting you... <laughs> oh, we're making you feel no. like that. That's good. That's good. Why, why that, yeah, it's now over 60% of the Australian population is overweight or obese. Mm. We've now overtaken... The United America. States of America, which was... That's a uh, scary fact, too, because I've been to America, America and I can't... <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a scary fact. Now, it's interesting. Yeah. Like, I left Australia in, in 1980 as a, as a young boy and went overseas. And when I left Australia, my impression of people were... Well, yeah, people were built like us. People were, you know, fit, young, outdoors, going about their things. When I came back 22 years later, people were fat. And I thought... What's what happened? The, what happened? What's I left... On? Look how it fell apart. Ah. <laughs> but you know, that 20 years, and what happened, I went to America in 1976, I think it was, and saw the first fast food, McDonald's and things like that. But, wow, glitzy, bright lights. And when I left Australia, we didn't have a lot of that. When mm. I came back, we had just infiltrated with it. Infiltrated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yes. has driven us to the unfortunate, unhealthy state. And the children are more recognising the sign of Maccas than the sign of the cross these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow, religion. Yeah, the God really? Religious, yeah, wow. are well recognised in so, children. So yeah. parents, you know, we're the ones, we're in the control seat, the driving seat, particularly yeah. when they're, they're so young. And it is our responsibility to not just take the easy path mm. of, oh, yeah. just give them this sweet. I've always, look, yeah, I grew up, I went to the dentist and you did a good job, you didn't play, you were given a sweet. He's a toffee up. These things as treats. These things aren't treats, these things are poisons for us. They're the toxins to the body. If we look at, you know, avoid things that hurt you and include things that help you, well, unfortunately, yeah, high sugar things. Absolutely. And if you want to treat and you love your family, treat them with health mm. and long life, not treat them with shortening their life and unhealthy yeah. foods and sure. habits. So, cool. Are you seeing a lot of kids get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes? Is that common or um, just no. as, a, as a curiosity? Because we're talking about all this. I, don't, just, you, I mean, you've got the data. You're around it a lot more. Uh, we don't see at the moment, but they're saying by 2020 when we start testing, they're assuming that one in three are going to be type 2 diabetic. Wow. So this is what the research is predicting for the future just based on yeah. weight so, uh, of children yeah. in that. If you guys, if you're out there, you should tag a mum. I'm telling you, right yeah. tag a mum. Tag and no, not because they're good or bad, but you should tag a mum because they really need to. Like the, there was really good. When we had your wife Suzanne, you know, and I love getting mums on here because you know I know for me a lot of people that are on my social media are females and that and. Um, you know, like I think as males we can be empathetic, but it's a lot, we, we, we don't produce children, you know what I mean? Like, well, we do, but we don't, you know, we don't create them. But, um, but yeah, and, and like I said, it was before without, but it's just really good to get Jade on and someone that's, you know, over beaten that mindset battle of having, you know, three children. Now yeah. when I first met you at one and now you've got three and you're still, um, you're still getting your training and eating Absolutely. well, as you can see. A two-year-old and a six-month-old. 
Yeah. So mums, get back to it as soon as you can. Six months, you're a cheer. Yeah. And she's very hard rolling jujitsu and yeah. smack me and kick me in the head. Yeah, the Jay, Jay, I used to be scared of Jay when we used to spar years ago. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap it up with that, episode 22. Give us a one, guys, on Facebook if you're watching this live. Give us a two if you're watching the time. And also, tag a mum. You know, tag a mum. Or share this. And some people don't like being tagged on, on social. And or just PM this to them on... Because I think it's a lot of value. It was really good. Thank Absolutely. you, Jade, for coming yeah. along. Yeah. You're amazing. Yeah. We're definitely going to have to get you on again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Suzanne as well. We're definitely. I think yeah. we need more um, females on the show. Yeah, definitely. we're definitely really game yeah, oh, Ray's just too much of a yang energy for me. But anyway, I'll wrap it up with that. Have a good day. Thank you, Jade. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, see Bye. Bye.